Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and YouTube. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. And send all your emails, comments, or concerns, or whatever you got. Send it to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Now, I don't know how you got a hold to this podcast. Maybe somebody sent it to you. Maybe you came across it on iTunes. Maybe you came across it on YouTube. Maybe you came across it from IG because of a hashtag. But however you got here, thank God that you're here. But my prayer is that once this podcast ends, you'll leave with a different perspective. You'll leave knowing that God is real, number one. Number two, his word is true. And number three, you can trust him. So today, um, we want to deal with spiritual warfare. But spiritual warfare and things pertaining to school shootings and even the kneeling in the NFL and gun control laws. All these things are a type of spiritual warfare. That's basically what it is. And when I say spiritual warfare, I'm talking about a fight that you cannot see. There is a fight going on in the spirit realm that you cannot see. That's all spiritual warfare means. There are unseen forces causing things that we can see to transpire in an evil way. So let's dig into it. Let's find out what the Bible says. We're going to take our time with this so we can all get a clear understanding. Allow God to speak to us and uncover some things to us. So Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 12, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. You may be reading out of a different translation, but it's all good because we're still going to end up in the same place. All right, so um, Ephesians 6, 12, it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. So the Lord is telling us that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. So we're not fighting against our cousin. We're not fighting against friends, family, co-workers, whatever. Whatever we're dealing with, especially when it pertains to evil, it's a battle that you cannot see. Demonic forces are in the spirit stirring up things. So if you look at it, it says but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world so there are evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world it says against mighty powers in this dark world now wait a minute so now these are two different sides now he just talked about um authority and evil rulers in the unseen now he's mentioning also against mighty powers in this dark world I think the King James Version says in high places. So there are some forces even in this world. Those forces can include and not limited to government, those within the political arena, even those in the religious field, those in other fields. 
We're talking about high places, right? We're talking about mighty powers in this dark world. Now, as we're talking about this, we don't have no fear. I'm telling you right now, don't have any fear. God says that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. In Luke 10, 19, he said he's given us power to tread on serpents, scorpions, that means devils and evil spirits, and over all the ability of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. So trust and know that even as we're talking about this and getting to understand it, we're not scared. Because there's nothing that the enemy can do to us. Let's go to verse 13. It says, therefore, put on every piece of God's armor. So he's saying because of the evil that's going on in the unseen world, the evil that's going on in this present world, he's telling us to put on the whole armor of God. It says, so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Verse 14, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. Now, you know he's not talking about putting on the actual belt, but well, sometimes you still gotta clarify, because some people may not know, some people may be thinking that's a belt you can get at Target. But uh, it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, the body armor of God's righteousness, shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared in addition to all these hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil verse 17 put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit which is the word of God so one thing we do know out of reading all these things a lot of the there's only one weapon as we're reading that we actually have to fight with and that's a sword everything else is protective gear that he's telling us to put on but this last thing we actually got a weapon only got one weapon you know what the weapon is it says in verse 17 it says the sword of the spirit which is the word of god what we're reading so that means that our weapon what we fight with what we fight back with is god's word you don't fight back with intellectual knowledge not saying there's anything wrong with intellectual knowledge but intellectual knowledge can't fight this battle that's what we're getting to your degree can't fight this battle the most prestigious ivy league school professors can't fight this battle only thing that can win this battle is the word of god according to what we're reading so that's our weapon is the word verse 18 it says pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So he says, pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. There's prayer. And he didn't say pray sometime. He says pray all the time in the spirit. That's what we got to do. See, people thought for years because of so many things going on that people would say stuff like, see, prayer doesn't work. We've been praying, that's all we've been doing is praying. Now it's time for us to take matters into our own hands. See, that's where you're gonna mess up. And I'm gonna tell you why you're gonna mess up. Let's go to um, Genesis chapter one. One thing we need to learn about what God has given us that I think a lot of people forget. One thing he has given mankind, whether you know Jesus or you don't know Jesus, doesn't make a difference. One thing he has given to mankind is in Genesis one. 26. And God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. 
They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 27, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over all the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Now, if you got a King James Version, I'm sure you see a word in there that says, dominion rulership see in the beginning god gave man dominion he gave it over to mankind to govern the earth you may say oh that's just make-believe well be honest with you you wasn't there and until you can create some humans breathe life into them then I don't think we have much to talk about because you can't disprove it. <laughs> so everything that he said remains. God gave man dominion. To this day, man still has dominion. Macchiato's music in description. Secret though, when you be up with the eagle low, see what I'm saying, Vegeta flow. I know Diablo, we creeping though. Say adios, I got the yours, thinking we stop over the low. Hey, wait, they like you even Latino, bro. Hey, wait, I keep them all on the need to know. They try to be slick, think I ain't know this. Then I hit them with the Migo flow. Never let you on the way. I know, I know that you need it more. Went to my liquor, got that takeout, got that takeout. I call that Cocon, she said, Bag out. Right here, like everything we pray about. I need vacate by the lake house. It's too late to take that break now. Can't stop. They try to shut us down, and it ain't gon' slide. Only thing I fear is God, and He on my side. That's the confidence I got, cause He got me. This is why I really feel like you can't stop me.
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. Even in the book of Ephesians, it talks about the prince and the power of the air. Matter of fact, let's turn to that. Go to Ephesians chapter 2 so we can see it. Ephesians chapter 2. Let's look at start at verse 1. It says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. But our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. So this is the Apostle Paul talking. He's reminding the saints that, hey, we used to live like this. We don't live like this anymore. We were once governed by the enemy. We're no longer governed by him anymore. So the King James Version says the prince and the power of the air. New Living Translation says that he's the commander of the powers in the unseen world. That goes right along with what we were talking about in Ephesians chapter 6. See, the thing that's going on in this earth when it comes to gun control, people try to make it a God thing for some reason because that's where you get into the political stuff, you get into what they call the right wing and then the left wing and then the, all that. And, it, and we know God is not Republican and God is not Democrat. So the very fact that you would rather hold on to your guns and not want restrictions, shows me who's your God. Your God is your gun, which is an idol. And we know what the Bible says, stay away from idols. There have been over 101 school shootings in 2018. Why? One word, selfishness. The NRA, whoever's, like I said, I can't even point it to like, it's hard because you can't even say who's like, point to people. It just all boils down to the to the enemy. He's using people. That's how you know it's an unseen force because the stuff that's going on is not making any natural sense. If you see that the door is open where children are getting killed, why don't you close that door? If the door is rifles, machine guns, this seems to be the way that kids are getting killed in schools. Why don't you close that door? You leave that door open, it allows the enemy in Ephesians 4, 27, neither give place to the devil, you're giving him place. You're giving him a foothold. He just stuck his foot in the door, got his foot right there because we haven't closed it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they want to close it, but judgment's coming, and I pray they get it together before that happens. I know you may be thinking, oh, judgment, oh, you're talking about when we die. Uh-uh. I'm talking about why you're living and breathing. The Bible says judge yourself so that you won't be judged. The NRA, the president, whoever, whoever's running the show behind the scenes that they're trying to hide from us. Like I said, we know the devil's running it, but at this, at this point, I'm talking about human beings that know what they're doing. That's trying to, you know, keep things going for financial gain. That's why the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. That's a prime, perfect example because, you know, the NRA is getting millions and millions and millions of dollars. National Rifle Association getting millions of dollars. Guns, 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 guns. They love their guns. America, Americans love their guns. At this point, it seems like more than the Lord. 
But you know what we say That we are a Christian nation We're going to stand for this flag And let's just ignore All the um, Unrighteousness that have been taking place Against a group Let's ignore that And let's focus in on this flag Another idol Another idol Now in Proverbs 28.5 It says Evil doers do not understand what is right but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. So, I'm based on that scripture, I, I can't call you nothing else but evil. Because if there are players saying that we're going to take a knee of the injustice that's been happening against black and brown people, and then another group of people say, no, you need to stand to honor that flag. There's people that died for that flag. Well, you know what? Jesus die for the world you know what he says love your neighbor as yourself don't say or make a claim that you are a christian nation and you're not exemplifying christ-like character so that's why i'm not going to me it don't matter you got to make that everybody has to make that decision on their own but how this nation is functioning don't seem like it do it that's all a part of spiritual warfare so when it comes to the gun control Kids getting killed. Kids are protesting, telling you, hey, let's get rid of the guns. Let's get rid of automatic machine weapons. Let's get rid of this. Let's put some restrictions on it, okay? And not take the guns away. Let's put some major restrictions on it so that people, it can be hard for people, you know, to be able to purchase guns or whatever have you. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. But kids are getting killed, right? Don't we say kids are our future? What kind of future are we going to have if we're killing off the kids? That's, a, that's demonic James chapter 3 verse 15 and 16 For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition There you will find disorder and evil of every kind What did we say earlier? Selfishness You don't want any restricted gun laws because you're selfish and you're saying, well, who are you talking to? You're talking to me? I'm only talking to you if, you, if you're one of the individuals who um, don't feel like we need stricter gun laws. I'm also talking to the NRA, those who are actually running the physical show, who don't want to speak up. But I'm telling you, judgment's coming. So we need to get it together. I'm telling you, there's too, God has given too many warnings. Here I am on the podcast, even using my voice, sharing scripture like, yo, get it together. Get strict the gun law. God is using so many voices to echo the same thing. Whoever, they're not listening. NFL, professional sports, stand for the flag. Don't kneel for it. But do you know why we're kneeling? It don't matter. Stand for the flag. Who are you talking to? <laughs> stand for Stand for the flag for what? So you don't respect what I'm doing, but you respect this symbol, this idol. We have problems. We have some problems. People don't want to admit it, but just know you can't throw God in it. God said he gave man dominion, so this is a mankind problem. These problems, this is not a heaven problem. They don't have these kind of problems in heaven. This is us. This is we're doing this. We putting the blame on God, saying we've been praying and ain't nothing working. That's because of decisions we make. 
it has nothing to do with God. Remember we read earlier, God said, give man dominion. That's what prayer is. Prayer is to ask God to intervene. But we have to let him. But it doesn't mean stop praying in the scenic. There are things in the spirit as we're reading that we're battling against. So, of course, it won't be just so easy. Just, okay, I'm going to pray tonight. Lord, um, Lord, reinforce strength of gun laws. Touch their heart. Have them read uh, to enforce strength of gun laws. Okay, we're doing that. But you got an enemy working night and day. Demonic spirits. It's, it's, a, it's a fight. We have to continue to press. Not only with our prayers, but also with action. But that prayer can help push that. Bring some people to the forefront. Prayer is doing so much. Prayer really is what what is what's keeping more destruction than what we see from happening. It's holding a lot of stuff back because there are saints and people all over this world that you don't even you will never even know that's praying. Grandmothers down in their basements praying. People who aren't on TV. People who don't have social media accounts, but they have a devoted prayer life. That's literally keeping things back. And sometimes I look at the news and I'm like, y'all can't see this? 101 school shootings. And we point to God like he got the problem. No, we got the problem. We wanted guns. God didn't say, hey, y'all need a gun. Matter of fact, when they came to take Jesus away, Peter pulled out a sword, chopped the man's ear off. Jesus had to put the man's ear back. <laughs> And told him, Jesus looked at Peter. He said, "You live by the sword, you die by the sword." Tupac translating says, "Live by the gun, die by the gun." It's the same thing. Yo, my man, don't live by it. You got a gun, huh? Don't live by it. NFL, get it together. If I was an NFL player, although that's my livelihood, I'll have to make a decision. Remember, God is for righteousness. God is for justice. Nowhere in the Bible says that he's for American flag. If that flag is not representing justice or not representing the, you know, the national anthem as we state, it's not representing none of that. God is for righteousness. God is for love. God is against evil. Racism is evil. Racism is not a blessing. And some things are going to get shaken up, you know, for years black people have been looked at as animals those are things that slave masters taught their children and also try to reinforce in the hearts of black people but now us as black people now know the truth created in his image i'm not an animal i'm not inferior i'm seated together with him in heavenly places by christ jesus so a lot of stuff is about to cease y'all so i'm just telling you what we see, what we're experiencing is simply spiritual warfare. It's nothing else. It's not a man problem. It's not Trump's problem. It's not the NRA problem. It's spiritual warfare. Satan uses those individuals as puppets. But Satan is running that show. But the power that we have in prayer, the power that we have in the word of God, can shut it down if we come together. But we can't be divided. We can't run with the rabbits and hunt with the hounds. We either want to be a hound or a rabbit. You either want your guns or you want people. It's not saying you can't have guns, but yo, just just look. Open your eyes and look. 
That's why I told you, selfishness. 101 school shootings. But we somehow we think a gun's not the issue. Prayer, prayer, prayer. It does truly change things. I know it's taking some time because of things that's going on. But stand firm. That's why he says pray always in the spirit on every occasion. Stand firm. God knows what he's doing. We don't. But let's hook up to him. Get his plan. Get his wisdom. Not the earthly wisdom, but get his wisdom. Allow him to give us a plan of action so some things can happen. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please send it to your family and friends. Please download these podcasts on iTunes and YouTube. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. Remember these words from Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, the latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.